Hey, it's Mikey D, and we're back with the Stoops Anomalies, Part 5. So if, if you're tuning into a Stoops Anomalies for the first time, um, remember this is Part 5, so go back and start with Episode 1 of the Anomalies. And just a reminder, these are not the regular Stoops of Atlantis podcasts. This is something I recorded 15 years ago, so the oh, recording quality is not as good as you're used to with the regular podcast. But I clean them up best I can. But these are, it's an improvised story I did. And I'm releasing it part by part. It's a really pretty offbeat tale. And we continue here with, uh, to the premises, uh, Kilroy Gansky is uh, trapped in an orbiting satellite. And he doesn't even know if anyone can hear his broadcast. So he's just talking. And he starts telling a story of Bobby Cooley, his friend from Pleasant Avenue, and their adventures. Well, you have to tune in to get the full story. It's uh, interesting. So here we are, part five, where, well, Kilroy starts off with a bit of a conundrum with the moon and a little paranoia. And then he continues with the Kilroy Gansky Bubikoi tale. Enjoy! Hmm, shaving a haircut. 
You know, I, I think that was Bobby Cooley's favorite song. Maybe this is my subconscious telling me to uh, continue with the Bobby Cooley story. I want to uh, finish the story of uh, Bobby Cooley, the ex-janitor of Area 51, who uh, built, as I mentioned in the last show, according to uh, specific plans, built this communications phallus atop his building on Pleasant Avenue out of electronic odds and ends he found around in, on the streets and pieces of pipe and wire and wood. He, he needed uh, an emerald. So he had the emerald. We had raced from Peter Pension's party. Peter, Peter Pension's party. Peter Pension's party. Peter Pension's party. Mm. That's, that's a good one. in a cab and I remember I was holding the emerald in a handkerchief at my stomach as if uh, protecting it like a mother hen with an egg and Booby uh, kept looking at me with, with his bugged eyes and his goofy smile as, as if to say yeah we got it we got it we have the emerald and anytime I went to speak he, he would hush me up he was afraid the cab driver would find out what we had and drive us to some secluded Chelsea West Side meatpacking area and kill us and take the emerald and buy a weird jet and start his own air transport company. Anyway, so we uh, raced uptown up Sixth Avenue and turned down Central Park South and went along the park and hit a red light near the Plaza Hotel. We sat there for a moment watching the, uh, the billionaires coming home from their late-night parties with their blue-haired wives and their high-priced call girls. And some of those billionaires were the ones who put me in orbit. So the light turned green and we uh, continued down to First Avenue where we made a left and zipped up first to uh, 114th Street and then we pulled up in front of Booby's building. I was excited to get up there. I, I tossed the, uh, I think, 10 bucks to the, to the driver. I, I may have chipped him. I, I don't even remember what the fare was. We got out. Cab took off. And I could hear its engine echoing down the quiet street for blocks. We just stood there. Until the sound of the uh, engine faded away, there was not a sound on the street. It was probably about 4 o'clock or something. 4 a.m., by the way, is an interesting time. It's it's neither the previous night nor the next morning. It's that uh, strange, enigmatic hour where anything could happen. So we looked up at Booby's building. It's a four-story, tenement brownstone-type building, and uh, in pretty good shape, well painted, well kept, and you know, window gardens, plants, bushes in the front. And we went up to the door, and uh, Booby uh, told me we had to be quiet. He was very afraid of waking his mother up. He said he had done that once before, come over this way, and she whacked him in the back of the head with a corn cob. He held it for 
sod coming home late. So I promised I wouldn't say a word. And he uh, went to get his keys to unlock the front door. And uh, he uh, realized he didn't have the keys with him. He So that's uh, where we leave it this, this time. Uh, Kilroy freaking out a little bit and we're pontificating about the moon. And Kilroy and Booby at the bottom of the steps realizing that Booby had left the keys home and locked himself out. Where does this go next? Well, stay tuned for part six and future episodes of Stoops of Atlantis. Please take a moment if you can, if you're using your iPhone, to just scroll down to where you'll see five stars to rate this podcast. Give it any amount of stars you want, uh, but but please uh, vote, or actually please rate it. It's important. The more ratings you get, it just moves you up on the uh, listings and things. So I really appreciate it. Okay, until next time, be well. <laughs>